You are listening to an Anniston First United Methodist Church podcast. In this episode of Upper Room Zoom, Pastor Kyle talks with Interfaith Executive Director April LaFollette about the importance and difficulty of sharing your faith. We hope you enjoy this offering from Anniston First United Methodist Church. All right, well, let's get started. I want to welcome everyone to our Upper Room Zoom this morning. If you're watching us live on Facebook and you have any questions, I want to invite you to comment in our comment section. Um, Pastor Tammy, our senior pastor at Aniston First, will be um, facilitating any dialogue that you might be interested in having on our Facebook page. We're joined this morning by April LaFollette, Director of Interfaith Ministries of Calhoun County, and also one of our church members here at Anniston First United Methodist Church. And we are having our upper room Zoom discussion today on a topic that is uncomfortable to a lot of people and um, one that we're not always sure how to do and how to engage in. And that is what we call evangelism um, or, you know, sharing our faith. So I want to begin our time together just by reading our scripture in our upper room um, that's in your devotional this morning. So I'm going to share my screen so everybody's able to see it. The scripture this morning comes from Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through 15. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire is for Israel's salvation. That's my prayer to God for them. I can vouch for them. They are enthusiastic about God. However, it isn't informed by knowledge. They don't submit to God's righteousness because they don't understand his righteousness. And they try to establish their own righteousness. Christ is the goal of the law which leads to righteousness for all who have faith in God. Moses writes about the righteousness that comes from the law. The person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith talks like this. Don't say in your heart who will go up into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will go down into the region below, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth, and in your heart. That is the message of faith that we preach. Because if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and in your heart you have faith that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Trusting with the heart leads to righteousness, and confessing with the mouth leads to salvation. The scripture says, all who have faith in him won't be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek because the same Lord is Lord of all, who gives richly to all who can call on him. All who call on the Lord's name will be saved. So how can they call on someone they don't have faith in? And how can they have faith in someone they haven't heard of? And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who announced the good news. Okay. How beautiful are those that announce the good news? So this, this brings to mind, like we said, evangelism, sharing our faith. Um, 
April, how difficult has it been for you to share your faith? Um, I know Becky is on on here with us as well. And before we got started, we were all just conversing. And and Becky, I hope you don't mind. But one of the things that you said that is difficult that I agree with is sharing our faith in the, the typical ways that we're kind of expected to. Um, as as our scripture encourages to. So, um, April, what has what has been your experience of, of faith sharing with others? Well, uh, I, I'm in the same boat as Becky. I don't really love. Um, it, it's a struggle for me because I don't like confrontation. And in sharing what my faith is, sometimes you meet with confrontation, and because that makes me uncomfortable, um, it's always been something that was a struggle for me to get through it, which is why I think I do what I do. For me, my sharing of faith comes through my actions. And and I I do I do verbalize it, although probably not as much as I should. I acknowledge that when given the opportunity. But I'm not one to just blow it up out there and um, you know, kind of be in people's face about it. I, I feel like actions, that's what I want is for them to see Christ's love through my actions. Yeah, I think there's a pervasive, um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if stereotypes the best word, but, you know, of the preacher standing on the, on the side of the corner of the streets, like yelling at people or the old school idea of going around in a public place where you um, don't know anybody and passing out little Bible tracts to people um, to share their faith. Like that's when, like evangelism to me has that that very, very much has that connotation to it. Um, but my experience has been more in sync with yours is that um, we share our faith by our actions and the things that we do for others, because we have this, we have this hope in us. We have this change that has occurred in us that prompts us to do these good works, these good deeds because of what Christ has done for us. Um, one of the things though, that, that I have come to believe is that we miss opportunities, especially like me, like I have missed so many opportunities because um, we do all of these things kind of like you were talking about. And then people will give us that opportunity to respond in faith um, and verbalize why we do what we do. And we just don't. Um, And I don't, you know, I think, why do you think that is? Just because of how intimidating it is to 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 talk about it um, or we, we just don't want to offend anybody? You know, I don't, what, what, what do you, do you have any thoughts? Don't you think it's the discomfort of, of anticipating an argument over it? Um, I think that's possible. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, that's in this in this upper room. That was part of the problem, having the answer when they ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I I can't quote scripture. I, Martha Vandervoort used to blow me away. She could she could quote scripture for anything, and I loved it. But uh, I can't do that. Yeah. I think I, I know like two verses out of the Bible. <laughs> 
Well, I, I will I will affirm that too. I, I can't do it either. And I'm schooled in, you know, I'm schooled <laughs> in in scripture and um have interacted with it my whole life. But um that's just not what we Methodists drilled into, or at least when I was growing up as a Methodist, we just didn't drill that into one another's heads. Um, we, I didn't do, I never did Bible drills like some of our friends. So I can't, you know, Tammy would be the Bible (laughs) drill person, um, growing up Baptist, but that's just not in my wheelhouse. Mm -mm. The the idea that we have to have all the answers misses the point. Mm -hmm. It's not that we become the answer person. It's that we connect them with God who helps them either, find the answers or deal with living in the not knowing the answers. So we're not even supposed to have all the answers for everybody. We're just supposed to connect them to the person to of God who will walk with them. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I think is refreshing to me is particularly about our Methodist tradition. Um, and maybe it's why we're not as pressed in in evangelism sometimes is because we acknowledge that God is already moving in people's hearts and minds that before we ever get there, there is provenient grace that's already present that God has already been doing work on people before we ever get there. And so the, the responsibility is not solely on us to have all the answers or to do all the work. Um, God has already done some of that. I, I think there's a there's a partnership maybe um, where God's already doing work and then we we help help with that. Um, but it is a lot of it is a huge burden. It's a lot of responsibility to think that if we don't do these things that if we don't share the good news, you know, and save the world, um, then we're not doing something right. Um, and I just think God's bigger than that. And God's been doing a lot more work than that sort of thought. What do you think? What do y'all think? Now, Mary got me this cup the other day. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only Jesus some people see. That's a good cup. I know. I thought it was, good, but it's true. I think our actions would make people know i mean would they might understand that there's something different about this person mm-hmm. um and ask ask you what it is that's different about you mm-hmm. at interfaith um for every person that receives assistance when we we're closing out our opportunity with them to help them and we provide them whatever it is. We, whether it's tangible or intangible, we tell every person that the assistance you've received comes from um, individuals and churches are in our community who want you to know that God loves you. And it's that opportunity. I feel like that sometimes has been our opportunity to, plant that seed in there for people who are without hope. Sometimes that's that you just need to hear that and they'll walk away. And sometimes they'll ask, we pray with folks all the time here. Some of us do. Some of my staff's not comfortable with that and that's okay too. Um, But 
It can be, I think, sometimes, even though I've confessed, I'm not one who likes to jump out there and, and preach the preach the Bible, but it can be as simple as that, remember, God loves you, because sometimes I think that's what they need to hear. We have folks all the time who will kind of cry when you um, when you give them just that one moment of hope, and that's what they need. Yeah, I agree. That's um, Mickey. Maybe this has been part of his experience. You know, Mickey's been doing some devotions with our shepherd's table folks. And I know I enjoy it. April, you've, you've done it as well. And um, they, a lot of them just need hope. They need a positive word and an encouraging word because life is just incredibly difficult. I mean, it's incredibly difficult for people who are, you know, middle class and stable. Um, it's difficult for us, but it's also difficult for those who are just getting by. Um, and to hear a word of hope, a positive message, um, you know, an affirmation that you have some sort of strengths that you're able to contribute and do something. People need to hear that. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be sharing our faith doesn't have to be the old Turner burn kind of thing. Or if you don't trust in Jesus, you know, that. Okay, maybe, but maybe it's more helpful to do what we've just talked about and and to share positive aspects of our faith with other people. So, for me, in the same way that I often say, the the best reason to get in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ is because God loves us, rather than as an escape from hell. Um, I think engaging in evangelism in these kinds of ways, we do it not because we want to escape being blamed for the person not hearing the gospel and responding to God, but because of the joy that we come from getting to play a part of that, of seeing someone else find that connection and that hope and that blessing of being inside the circle of God's love and feeling it. So today, as we conclude this time together, I just want to offer the question, what, what can we do to share God's love with someone today? What is a tangible thing that we can do? I think you can call to check on people. I mean, sometimes a phone call, especially during these difficult times when we can't be out and we can't gather and we can't lunch and we can't have our club meetings. I think people need to know that we still care about them and we care about them because God cares about all of us. And so I think reaching out that way, you know, I'm a big believer in feeding people. Sometimes just a little bit of food makes a little bit of difference, too. <laughs> there, There is... God's grace is present in casseroles and pancakes and all of those things. I believe that. I'm afraid we Methodists all believe that it's what you do screams much louder than what you say. Uh, we're, we're, sometimes we forget that, but we're a people of action rather than words. And I've always been, uh, uh, like April said, we, we never believe you should have any kind of get together without some food. But it's also the idea that our strength is in helping other people and 
and I'm convinced, listening to y'all, it, it's wonderful to hear you because I don't think you have to get on the street corner and preach. I think what y'all said is is beautiful. It's just simply reassuring other people that God is there. And I think the other side of the coin is we've got to live it every day uh, or else they they get the wrong impression because they hear, hear us saying one thing and doing another. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid I'm guilty of that sometimes, you know. I, well, I, I think we, I think we all are, Mickey. Thank you for sharing that. But I think, I think one of the ways that's helpful for people um, is to just own that—that <laughs> that we mess up um, yeah. and we make mistakes. I think that's great. Um, people, people are pretty gracious with us. I think Christians, when we own our own our stuff, so to speak. Um, and and acknowledge that we all we all make mistakes, but we try to do better. Yeah. We try to do better. So, well, I want to conclude our time together with prayer this morning. I want to thank y'all for joining us, and I want to thank you, April, for being with us to discuss such a difficult topic. Um, right, that, I didn't read it before you asked me. <laughs> I know it's challenging. <laughs> It's challenging. So the prayer focus is for new Christians. What I what I'd, I'd rather I'd rather change that. Um, the prayer focus in the in the upper room for new Christians. I want the prayer focus to be um, on um, people who are um, receiving God's grace and maybe they're unaware of it, so that they would become aware of it. So. Let's pray. Gracious God, we are aware that you are always acting in our world, around us, among us. That You are wooing us to you, whether we're aware of it or not. And gracious God, we lift up to you those persons today that we do not know, who may be having their hearts and their minds nudged by your spirit. God, and we pray, Lord, that we and those people of faith around them would be in tune enough to your spirit to offer a word of care and a word of hope to them that they might respond to you and that we might be partners with you in bringing about your good news and sharing that with those who need to hear it. We pray these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.